Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 365. So this is going to be another very strategic, tactical episode that I know all of you love so much. And so the topic I want to address today is how and when should you share your business with a new customer? And so one of the questions that comes up is, should you do that with every new customer? And if so, when's the right time? Does it matter? And when you do decide to have that quote unquote business conversation, what's the right way to do it? I think this is a missed opportunity for many of you in your business. You're either not having the business conversations, which is not a good thing, right? Especially if your customers are going to be the number one source of consultants on your team. And I bet you you're not having them because you just don't feel comfortable, not sure what to say. Or you are having them, but you're taking the wrong approach. Maybe you're doing it too soon, or you're just leading with the wrong stuff in the conversation. So we're going to kind of break all this down for you today. And so the inspiration for today's episode actually came from a call with a coaching client that I just had the other day. And I'm teaching her how to transformationally sell. And we're specifically focusing on the part of her business where she introduces the business to a prospect. And so the circumstances were this. She has like this perfect prospect for her business. She's in the makeup business. And she met a makeup artist who, through a course of conversation, this makeup artist basically said to her that, you know, I don't have clean products to recommend to my clients. And she sells clean makeup products, right? And so that naturally sparked this kind of exchange and led to her kind of sampling some products. So we got on the call and her question to me was, you know, how would you handle it from there if, if I were you? And so here's the advice that I gave her. I said, for me, the right time to bring up the business with a customer if you lead product first is after you have created some sort of a positive customer experience. Now, let me define what that means. It could be a positive experience related to using the products. That's one of the things. But a customer experience is more than just the product itself. It's actually having an opportunity to work with you and get to know you and understand the value that you bring. See, the value of your business when it comes to your customers doesn't just come from your products. It comes from how you actually conduct your business and the way that you interact with people. But in this specific instance, knowing the circumstances, this woman is a makeup artist. She needs to see that the makeup's really good. So the point was that let's get her a positive product experience before we even bring up the business. I think some of you are doing this a little too early. If somebody's signing up just with the intention of being a customer, let's honor them for what they are at this point. Let's instead of then pitching them on the next thing and selling them on our next agenda, let's really serve them and let's honor the integrity of the relationship and let's really focus on getting them some customer results and have the results be the thing that maybe opens the door to something more. And so I said, you know, like a week in, you should be having some sort of a conversation. And so I asked her, I said, what does that typically sound like for you? 
And so this was basically what she shared with me. She goes, well, typically I'll just introduce to them if they like the products. We also have a brand partner program and here are the different benefits of that. I said, well, what would you specifically do for her? And she goes, well, I'd probably tell her she could have the products and she could sell them to her clients and she can make some additional income and yada, yada, yada. And I said, okay. I said, well, that's probably what most people would do. And it's not that there's anything inherently wrong with it, but there are a couple of really potential problems you need to be aware of. And I think there's a better way. And so the first thing I pointed out to her, and this is in alignment with what we teach, what she was sharing with me is a very product-focused sales conversation, right? Brand partnership, earn income, do this, do that. That's all product information. Now, in a sales conversations, if you lead with product, right? If you lead with product, you're going to trigger people's sales resistance. Now, in this instance, she's a makeup artist. So it's probably not as much because it's like the world she lives in. But like if you're just a regular customer in a completely unrelated field or a stay-at-home mother, the second you start throwing that stuff at them, man, sales resistance goes up and they emotionally shut down and you're not going to recruit most of them. And so in this instance, she goes, yeah, but you know, she told me that she doesn't have those products to recommend to her clients. And I go, but that's not enough. Like just being able to recommend the products to her clients and make some extra money. You don't know the real motivation for why she might want to do this. You don't know her problems. You don't know her circumstances. Like we have to find that stuff out before we present the option and the solution. And so I said, that's just like the easiest and the lowest value way to do that. I said, here's what we need to do. Before we present the brand advocate program and all that stuff, we got to get some more information from her. We need to learn how to lead with problem solving. And so what I said to her, as I said, let's think about this specific person. And by the way, this is how you should be running your business and thinking about your customers is every single touch point, every piece of communication you have with them, it's an opportunity for you to learn more about them and get to know them. Now, in learning more about them, what are we really looking for? Well, if we know that the ultimate goal may be to have a business conversation with them, wouldn't it make sense to start asking more intentional, purposeful questions to learn more about them and find out if they're struggling in an area that we might be able to help them through the business itself? And so I said, let's think about this particular woman. She's a makeup artist. So what are some of the problems that she could potentially have that your business could solve? And so I brought the discussion back to this thing that we talk about all the time. There's really only three main categories of problems or motivations as to why somebody would want to do something like this. Money and opportunity, flexibility and choice, or purpose and meaning. And I said, so let's think about her. I said, well... What's one thing that you could ask her in the area of money and opportunity if she's struggling financially? And so my client was thinking about it and she goes, well, I guess I could ask her, you know, if her business has been impacted by the economy. I said, yeah, perfect. Amazing question. I go in the conversation, just say, before you start pitching them on the brand advocate program, you get to know them. Hey, let me, you know, how'd you get into this line of work? Another great question. Why'd you decide to become a makeup artist? You learn a lot about somebody. They'll share with you their motivations, what they were looking for. Has the economy impacted your business or how has the economy impacted your business? That's a great question. So what we're doing is we're looking to try to lead the conversation in the area of, is there an issue financially? Now, let's also think about this person. Here's what I know about a makeup artist. If she's not sitting down in front of a client, hands on face, she's not making money. 
So does she have a family? She goes, I don't know. I go, well, maybe you should ask her that. Do you have family? Do you have kids? Great. Oh, wow. So how do you balance? Because I know your career is a pretty busy time intensive one. How do you balance your business and your kids? That's another great purposeful problem question. I ask that question and she'll give me an answer. And in the answer, you can tell if there's a pain point there. Now, my guess would be doing what she does, that line of work, she probably does feel some sense of purpose around that. That's probably why she got into it. So what I might do in the whole purpose and meaning thing, I might ask her, do you love being a makeup artist? You know, what do you love the most? Is there anything you don't like about being a makeup artist? Like in a conversation, these are totally authentic and organic things to ask. All they're doing is you're just expressing a genuine interest in getting to know the person. But what I'm doing is I'm looking for that one area or that one thing that I'm like, ah, that's the pain point. So if she's a mom and she says, yeah, it's really hard because I'm working all the time and I don't have a lot of time for my kids, that's the problem. So we shine a light on that. We dive a little deeper. I acknowledge, relate, and share. I totally know what you mean. I have the same thing. I even got to the point, right? And so like we're just in this conversation and what you don't realize is you're already selling the business without even talking about the business. Because what you're doing is you're building more trust with them. You're bringing more value into the customer relationship and you're selling them on you. And then and only then do you say, well, listen, you really should take a look at this. We have an artist program. And you know, one of the reasons why I got into it is because I was looking for some more flexibility and some more time to do the things that I wanted to do. As a parent, I knew how important that is. And now all of a sudden, She's not like on her heels, like, whoa, 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 why are you selling me? She's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, you know, maybe I should look at this. And, and this is what happens. People are more open to do that if you do it this way. Hey, just wanted to jump in here real quick because I've got one big ask for you. Look, you know we don't advertise on the podcast, and my intention is to not sell or pitch you on the show this year. We just want to deliver free content that is 10 times better than what you've paid for to help you transform your business. So my ask is this. Help me spread the word of Love, Serve, Grow so we can change lives, help people that are struggling in their business, and transform our profession. The only way we can do that is if you take the time to rate, review, and share this podcast. So that's my big ask. Just take a few seconds seconds right now, wherever you're listening, leave a review. It would absolutely mean the world to me and it might just change the life of someone else. So thank you so much for being a part of our community. Here's another important point I brought up to her, and this is a mistake a lot of you are making. There shouldn't be this like almost, I feel like for a lot of you, there's this switch that you flip. Like it's all about Product, 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 customer, customer, customer. And then all of a sudden you're like, all right, this time I need to talk about the business. How do I do that? It always feels so inauthentic and inorganic because it is. Because you haven't been intentional about the communication points and the touch points and the relationship up until that point. Like it shouldn't just be all of a sudden, let me just pull the business conversation out of left field and let me jam it in here and see if they're open. Like, these purposeful questions, these things that you should be asking, you should be doing that from the very beginning of the customer relationship. Every time you talk to them. See, what I see how most people work with their customers is they only provide customer service. They just focus on the products. You know, do you have questions? Here's a deal on another product. It's all servicing the transaction. They throw in some small talk, pleasantries, getting to know but there's no intention behind it, right? There's no bigger plan in terms of what you're looking to accomplish. 
every time you talk to somebody, you could ask these questions. And so at every touch point, I'm gathering more information. And in doing that, I'm saying, look, I care more about you than just you buying the product. And I'm learning about you and we're building a relationship. So when I get to that point where I want to bring up the business, it's the easiest thing in the world to do because all I have to do is I say, look, I was thinking about our conversation the other day and what you said to me and here's the thing. And that's the easiest transition into what you want to do, present what you have as a solution to their problem. You've got to make it specific to what they're struggling with, what they want and what they need. You know, she might tell you she got involved. You know, I wanted to be a makeup artist because doing work that matters to me is so important. And so, you know, purpose and meaning is important to her. So when you share your business, you really lean into that. But then you layer in. I always want to do work that matters. But to me, it's as important that I have flexibility as a mom to be able to also be present with my kids. And so do you see what I'm doing? I'm presenting my business in a way that is completely tied to the very things that I know matter to you the most. And so this is how you bring up your business. It's not this singular event, this thing that you just have to muster up the courage to do. Every touch point is a chance for you to learn a little more. And what you're doing is you're gathering the information and you're building up the momentum. So at some point, it is the easiest thing to do. You'll also see way better results. Now, here's an interesting thing that came up in working with this client. I said to her, she goes, well, all right, so the problem is this. Most of my communication with my customers are all done through text or message or some sort of automation. And I said, okay. I said, well, how many customers are you signing up every month? She said about five. I said, all right. I go, well, if I were you, here's what you need to do. You need to institute some sort of a live onboarding for your customers. She's like, I've never thought about that. I do it with my team, but I don't do it with my customers. I go, exactly. Most people do. Like, think about how ridiculous this is, okay? You spend all this time and effort onboarding a consultant. Your consultants come from your customers. You have a customer that signs up that in this instance, like this woman is the perfect prospect for her business. Makeup artist, right? Entrepreneurial, driven. They hit it off. I said, wouldn't it make sense for you to move up that live interaction sooner in the customer journey? Like that's what you like. You could ask these questions through messenger and text. That's fine. But like if I got on a Zoom or a call with you, I could do it in the context of a conversation. It will be even more powerful. Now, every business is different. You might be in, let's say, a health and wellness business where you're helping people lose weight and it's this kind of serious thing. Well, that Zoom call or that phone call should happen right when they sign up, right? You're going over the plan and helping them set goals, but you're also asking these other questions just as a way to kind of start learning more about them. This is what serving the person is. Serving the person is focusing on how you can help them beyond simply the transaction itself. In her business, it's different. She's selling makeup. You know, maybe you sell skincare, jewelry, something of that sort. It's not like such a serious thing in the beginning. It's like, hey, here's the stuff. Let me know if you like it. So in that case, what we do is we build into our system, our process, like a seven to a 10 day kind of check-in. And so when I sign a customer up, if I was in her shoes, I'd say, look, here's the process of how I usually work with customers. About seven to 10 days in, we're going to schedule a short call. I'm going to check in with you, see how you're liking the products. I just want to make sure I'm best serving your needs moving forward. And I just tell you, that's what I do. 
Some people may not do the call. I don't need that. Well, that's fine. Then all you're telling me is the way that you want to work with me in my business. There's not a super high commitment level and that's okay. But the people that really are wanting the help, they will. And it's in that call, that's where I start to assess, did they have a positive product experience? Let me ask some of those questions. Am I getting something from them, right? They might not, like everything might be hunky-dory and there's no problems and they're happy and life is wonderful. Well, then guess what? I may not bring it up at that point. I'm going to determine what I think is the best thing to do to honor my relationship and the integrity I have with that person in my business. And so to me, like that's the thing is it should be this kind of fluid thing that you're just taking small increment steps towards. And I'm telling you, if you do it the way that I teach, I promise you, you will very rarely, if ever, have to stress out over when do I do it. Doing it, talking about the business will just be this natural, effortless kind of thing that happens for you building the relationship and the trust with your customers. So that's my point of view on this particular topic. So hey, listen, quick reminder, if you haven't had a chance yet and you haven't heard, we announced a brand new three-day free workshop that we're going to be doing June 20th through 22nd. So depending on when you're listening to this, it may or may not have happened already, but it's called Revive Your Downline. And so like what we've been talking about in this episode is how to have a transformational business conversation. Now, in this case, it's happened over potentially a number of interactions, but learning how to do what I'm teaching you here is so important to your business in so many different ways. And so what we're going to do in this three-day workshop is we're going to teach you how to create your very own transformational conversation for your business. We're going to teach you how to identify the ideal person for your team, right? That's the important starting point. Like, who do you actually want to work with? And then figure out the problems that you can help them solve through both your products and business. And then once you know those two things, now you got to figure out what kind of questions do I ask and what parts of my story do I share as a way to connect with them and relate to them and help build trust. You put those pieces in place, watch what begins to happen in your business. This is not magic. Finding the people you want, the motivated business builders, it is not like by chance. It is a predictable formula that if you just do a couple of things differently, it is only a matter of time before you start to find those people. So this is what we're going to break down for you. So if you're interested in attending, you want to promote it to your team, just go to the show notes. We've put the link in there for you to get registered. And I'm really excited to share this with you. But as always, hope you got some value out of today's episode. I love and appreciate you all for being here. I'll see you soon on the next episode.